The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a catch. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. And head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our YouTube page up there, which we just gave away. With our YouTube subscribers, a round of golf with Aaron and I. Drew Richardson, he got back to us. Yeah, Brandon Garner, we're waiting on you. So Brandon Garner has until Thursday. And then we're going down to number three on the list. But Drew Richardson coming to play golf with Aaron and I. Puntandpass.com, it's got everything that you need. It is Christmas week, Aaron. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all. And speaking of Christmas week, this episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by Solomon Brothers. Solomon Brothers has the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds guaranteed. They have two awesome locations, one in Alpharetta just past the Avalon, one in Buckhead's 17th floor tower place. They're both the top-rated jewelry stores in their respective locations. If you mention Punt and Pass or just Drew and Aaron, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. Time is running out. If you need to make a play for the holidays and to save yourself with your significant other, look no further than heading on over to Solomon Brothers. Follow them on Instagram at Solomon Brothers. SolomonBrothers.com. Solomon Brothers is the store for anyone with any budget, big or small, and you can make that budget go further when you mention punt and pass. You get 10% off your jewelry purchase. It is the best. You have to head over there. Solomon Brothers, SolomonBrothers.com, the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds guaranteed. Get over there. Time's running out. Christmas TikTok, is baby. Saturday. Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, bowl season's underway, Aaron. Uh, news and notes are plenty around the world of college football, and we'll start with probably the biggest news over the weekend. Bo Nix, former starting quarterback at Auburn. He graduated. He entered the transfer portal, and he is now going to be playing football at Oregon next year. Heading out to the West Coast, the Pacific Northwest. Dan Lanning, notably, Georgia's former defensive coordinator, still a defensive coordinator during the playoffs. Will be the head coach at Oregon next year. And I think it's easy to forget Georgia plays Oregon in week one of the 2022 season during the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. But what are your thoughts, Murray? Bo Nix to Oregon. I thought that was kind of unexpected. I, listen, he's a guy that's been 
the SEC, but his whole life has been around the SEC for yeah. his father playing. Obviously, he's been the starting quarterback at Auburn for the past three years. I think he just need he need, he needed some new scenery. It's exhausting. Yeah, being a part of that for so long and kind of having the ups and downs. I mean, the roller coaster Bo Nix has been on during his career is not something I envy. You know, I had my ups and downs, my peaks and and, and valleys, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's been a lot more. Uh, almost hate for Bo because of the, the the extreme expectations that were, you know, people expected him to be like this Heisman type guy, and the fact that he hasn't been able to get there, it's just been negativity after negativity after negativity, and he's probably like, look, man, I I got to get away from Auburn, I got to get away from the SEC, I got to get away from these defenses. I mean, you look at the defenses <laughs> in the know. SEC compared to the Pac-12, it's freaking night and day, man. I would go to the Pac-12 too. Go to Oregon, you yeah. got probably the best team when it comes to talent. In the Pac-12, you know, Utah obviously had their way this year. But overall, talent-wise, Oregon probably has more talent than anyone else in that league. Go there, have some success, play some some lesser defenses. Your last year, get a bunch of sweet damn gear. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and see if you can find your way to the NFL afterwards. So Kenny Dillingham is the offensive coordinator at Oregon now. He was previously the offensive coordinator at Auburn in 2019. He's been down at Florida State. Dan Lanning obviously was with him at Memphis, and now they're going back out to Oregon. So coaching familiarity, opportunity to go against lesser defenses, a lot of fun and tons of Phil Knight, Nike, Jordan swag. Mm -hmm. You know, a fresh start, like you just said, Aaron. Probably the biggest thing for Bo Nix is just a fresh start. Now, I would not uh, label that as being mentally weak. Again, he graduated. He entered the portal. He paid his dues at Auburn. He's looking for something new. And you know what? Hats off to Bo Nix. I found it pretty, I guess, I thought it was a good move for him to go to Oregon. I did not know where he was going to go. I mean, every single quarterback who's not playing or who has lost their job or whatever is seemingly entering the transfer portal. But Bo Nix out to Oregon. I wonder if Brian McClendon's going to stick around. It doesn't seem like it with the Dillingham hire. Brian McClendon, uh, our former coach at the University of Georgia and a damn good dog himself. I think B-Mac would go to Miami. Do you not oh, think so? yeah. You know, follow follow Follow, follow Cristobal. Coach, follow Cristobal there. I think he was head of recruiting for Florida, maybe South Florida at some oh, okay. point. Maybe during gotcha. his time at Georgia or South Carolina. So he's familiar with South Florida – lot warmer than Oregon, so that's a positive. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, listen, I'm happy for Bo because I thought Bo this year, I've said it on the show a million times, I thought Bo took a lot of strides in the right direction. I thought, I was like, man, middle of the season, this is what Bo Nix can be. And I'm not t- anticipating Bo to all of a sudden go to Oregon and be a guy that could be a Heisman finalist, but I think if he continues progressing the way he's progressing and, and, and maybe has some more talent around him at Oregon compared to what he had at Auburn, not facing – the defenses that he had to face in the SEC, I think Bo could have a big year next year. For how well Bo played this year, throwing better skill against worse defenses. Yeah, yeah. I, call me crazy. I think Bo's going to have a great year next year. I hope he does. I really do. I feel bad for the kid. I mean, he went through some crap there at, at Auburn. When it comes to new OCs, almost every three straight yeah, years, he's had I know. Good That's OCs. crazy. That's crazy. And if he would have stuck around, he would have had another brand new OC. That was the other big piece of news out of Auburn is that they have hired Austin Davis to be their offensive coordinator. Austin Davis, former NFL quarterback. I want to say he's our age, Aaron. How old is he? Yeah, he's he's, he's 32. Yeah. He's my age. Yep. Um, he's from the state of Georgia. 
He's been with recently the Denver Broncos, the Seattle Seahawks, the Tennessee Titans, and then he entered into the the fold of coaching with the Seahawks as an assistant QB's coach. He was the quarterback's coach for the Seahawks the last year, and then boom, he becomes the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach at Auburn. Quite the leap there for Austin Davis. Thoughts? I, I'm pretty hesitant to say this is a great hire for Auburn. And well, he's not how could you take place. the job? There's been there's been a brand new OC every year. Well. You, He's not going to be calling plays. I think Harson, yeah. in, in talking with Bobo a little bit, you know, Harson wanted wants control. Harson wants to call the plays. And if you have a veteran OC like Bobo in there, who is well respected in the SEC, and you're paying him a ton of money, he's going to be one at the end of the day, most likely making a lot of final decisions on the game plan, yeah. on when what plays are called in certain situations, all that. Now you hire someone that's young, someone that's inexperienced, someone that's cheaper, and you say, hey, listen here, kid. You're coming in here. You can have the title. Yep. You can help with game planning. You can help develop the quarterbacks. But I'm calling the plays. It's similar to like kind of what I went through in Kansas City. Like uh, Doug Pierce had never called plays. He was the OC before he got the head coaching job for Philly. He was there merely to help uh, game plan. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid was calling the plays. Same thing with Matt Nagy when he took over as OC. It's just a title. That's yeah. it. It's not a responsibility. And I think that is all that is right now. Austin Davis is going to help out with the quarterbacks and help figure out some game planning stuff. But Harson is a guy that wants complete control and he wants to call plays. Yeah, he I wants gotta... to call the same plays they ran at Boise State, and Bobo yep. did not want to do that. Yep. No, because I don't think that translates into the SEC. I think defenses in the SEC can sniff out those plays, sniff out those schemes that Harson wants to implement from Boise State. And, of course, when Coach Bobo was the offensive coordinator at Auburn, he's very familiar with the SEC. He's also very familiar with what you can do with the talent that he has, like a Bo Nix, like that offensive line, like the skill position players who could maybe make some plays in space or take the top off a of defense. Um, and in speaking with Coach Bobo, obviously they went in a different direction. He's no longer the offensive coordinator at Auburn. Um, what's he up to? His son, Drew Bobo, just flipped his commitment. He signed with the University of Georgia. You know, Kirby Smart and the Khaki Pants Brigade seems like there might be a, a nice position for Coach Bobo on that support staff. I would be interesting to see if that becomes a formal announcement here in the coming weeks after the college football playoff is done. Why not, man? If, yeah. if you can get more guys on staff and more more able bodies and, and more guys that uh, have been through the ringer, that know defenses, that know offenses, that can support in some kind of way, I think you'd be crazy not to reach out to Bobo and say, hey, listen, uh, you, you, a non-stressful job. And that's what Bobo needs, man. I mean, from, from going to Colorado State, then to South Carolina, then to Auburn, yep. to now being on the street, it's like – Man, listen, at some point, maybe you take a year just to relax, to learn, to to just be an assistant um, and, and, and whatever it is in some smaller role uh, and just kind of get your feet wet back into the to the to the to the game a little bit uh, with some new ideas, possibly. I think that'd be the best fit for him. Obviously, it'd be a great fit for Georgia. And, you know, especially with his son now leaving Auburn and committing to Georgia the other day, I think it's a match made in heaven. I would love to see yeah. Bobo back in the staff. You can't have enough because of the rules. You can't have enough good support oh. staff in the building. Dude, Kirby knows it, man. I he know. was at Alabama. Oh, he knows the God. army of coaches they had. The more, the merrier. Aaron, Why not? It's, they it's got wild. money. They can they can afford to give Bobo like two three hundred thousand dollars. I uh, yeah, of course they can. You shake a tree in Athens, and that's coming off. Two to three is nothing. 
Coach Bobo, now let's get one thing straight. Don't cry for me, Argentina. He's been doing just fine. Oh, I know, he's made plenty of money. I, I, know yeah. he's, I know he's bounced around a little bit, but to your point, like giving his expertise and his familiarity and what he could provide that support staff, coaching staff, players, everybody involved would be tremendous. And I would assume that that's probably what's going to happen. I was really thrilled for him and his family that Drew flipped his commitment and is going to end up playing at Georgia. But man, when I was at the SEC championship game, I mean, when you look at the Alabama and the Georgia sidelines and you see the amount of Nike khaki pants that are pacing up and down, it's unbelievable. If you took all those Nike khaki pants and stitch them together you could probably circle the globe twice i mean there is like 85 guys on support staff well look on how both teams. georgia with oh with, it's huge mush champ look at mush champ yeah you know with landing leaving and not leaving completely but you know, obviously having to to have multiple responsibilities right now when it comes to building his staff at oregon the recruiting at oregon then also getting ready for michigan it's good to have more guys in the building yeah they can take some of the responsibilities off his off his plate. I totally agree. It's huge. I totally agree. And you're you talking about happen. talking about guys like a Muschamp, guys like a Coach Bobo, John Jancic, who's very familiar with Georgia. Um, there are so many, and who could have huge impact behind the scenes, where it really does just make sense. It, it makes sense. So I'll be interested to see if that announcement, formal or informal, comes out once the college football playoff, which is only 11 days away. Man, that's just crazy to think about. We are so close to some real big-time college football once again. You know what also it just makes tons of sense? Heading to Solomon Brothers for your Christmas shopping. Christmas week, Christmas Eve is Friday, Christmas Day is Saturday. If you still have something on your Christmas list, you have to head over to Solomon Brothers. Check them out, SolomonBrothers.com, at Solomon Brothers on Instagram. If you're worried about pricing, do not be. Solomon Brothers is the store for anyone with any budget. You can make that budget go further. If you mention Punt and Pass or just Drew and Aaron, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase, and they also offer interest-free financing options. They have custom jewelry design, lifetime diamond upgrades. Their stores are absolutely beautiful with amazing service, one in Buckhead, one in Alpharetta. They have the biggest selection, the best quality, the lowest prices, and an in-store experience that is totally unmatched. Got to do it. Solomon Brothers, SolomonBrothers.com. Mention Drew and Aaron or Punt and Pass. Get 10% off that jewelry purchase. Make your Christmas the best one yet. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest 
largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. More transfer portal news, Aaron. You were spot on about Max Johnson transferring to Texas A&M right after we posted Thursday's episode. Uh, it was announced formally that Max Johnson, formerly of LSU, is heading over to Texas A&M, a great pick by Jimbo Fisher. You feel that he will be the starter next year for the Aggies. I see Casey Thompson, former starting quarterback at Texas. He has just entered the transfer portal. Quinn Ewers, Formerly at Ohio State, transferring to Texas. Texas also has not I mean, I don't know what's going on there with that quarterback room that Steve Sarkeesian has to manage. And then I just saw one before we fired up today's podcast, Aaron. Keaton Slovis from USC supposedly has targeted Notre Dame, which could be a Ooh. huge pickup for Marcus Freeman. Obviously, Keaton Slovis, five-star USC Southern Cal starting quarterback. But, dude, the transfer portal it's free now, it's free agency. It's, it's free oh, my agency. God. It, so it's interesting, um, you know, just with LSU, speaking of free agency, when it comes to bringing, um, you know, an OCDC to, to your roster, um, you know, they're looking for someone to call plays. Mm-hmm. Do you target someone that also has maybe a good – Personal group of relationship. State, well, the quarterbacks are receivers. So yeah. I bring it back to I had the game Western Kentucky versus Indiana this year. And Zach Kit- Kitley, the the OC, was brought from a smaller school. I forgot the name of the school. Brought from a small school, and he brought his quarterback and like three receivers with yeah. him. And I don't know if you watched the game the other day, the bowl game. Western Kentucky, their quarterback oh, yeah. 63 touchdowns. Billy Zappi. He they, broke, they uh, broke Joe Burr's record. Yeah. Yeah. But he brought his pretty much his whole offense with him. It's like, hey, I'll come be the OC. But I'm also going to bring my guys with me. Do you start some, for some of these schools that need, say, an OC or DC? Do you start targeting smaller schools that not only have a good coach that's ready to make the jump, but also have guys that are ready to make the jump with him as well? I mean, the whole world of coaching and the free agency when it comes to players is just on a different level right yeah. now. Uh, it's fun to talk about. It's fun to see. I do love, like I said last week, the fact that Max Johnson is going to A&M. You're talking about the number one recruiting class in America. Yet a very talented quarterback on top of that. Um, and I just don't love the quarterbacks. Obviously, Calzada is gone. Haynes King coming back from injury was not impressed with him through the first two games of last mm-hmm. season. I think based on what I've seen on film, obviously, Max has to go out there and earn the job. I think he's more talented than Haynes. Um, and I think he has a legitimate chance to go there and be the starter. I mean, he wouldn't go there if he didn't think he could start. No, I totally agree. I mean, what I think quarterback great, would go into the transfer yeah. portal and go anywhere if they don't think they're going to yeah. have a real legitimate chance of starting day one? Um, and just his familiarity with the SEC in general coming from LSU, I think, puts him in a really, really good position. Thoughts on you know the Orange Bowl right around the corner, Cotton Bowl right around the corner? I think bowl season has been relatively pretty entertaining so far. There's a game yep. this afternoon at 2.30 and another one at night, I believe. And then the better games kind of kick into full swing uh, after Christmas, obviously. But plenty of action this week. Um, thoughts on bowl season? Are you hearing any rumblings about Georgia-Michigan, Alabama-Cincinnati? You know, my thing is this. The trend over the last 10 years of the college football playoff, for roughly 10 years, has been that there's always one blowout in the semifinal games. 
Do you think there's a blowout impending? Do you think Cincinnati, with John Mechie being out for Alabama, can keep this close with Alabama? Do you think Georgia could get back to their winning ways and dominate Michigan and keep them out of the end zone? Um, just your high-level thoughts as we start to really turn our focus towards the college football playoff. I think, obviously, if there's going to be a blowout, most, like, most likely Alabama for Cincinnati. But I do think Georgia defensively matches up extremely well against Michigan offensively. Yeah. I think that's a positive. I think what Michigan wants to do, running the football, and I do I, I do think Cade McNamara has, has impressed me a lot this year, especially towards the middle end of the season. I thought mm-hmm. he's played extremely well. But very average on the outside. This is a team that just wants to bully you. And, and I just don't think – Michigan's going to be able to line up and have success running the football against Georgia. As we've seen, if you want to score points against this defense, it's going to be through the air. Yeah. It's not going to be on the ground. So I think this is more of a matchup that that suits Georgia and their strengths and what they can do defensively. So, yeah, I could see Georgia holding Michigan to 10 points, yeah. 14 points, maybe a 31-14 type game. You know, I, don't, I don't know if you consider that a blowout or not, but I could see that being the final score at the end of the day. But flip it over, Alabama-Cincinnati – I think you're more likely to see that game being like 45 to 14. Wow. I wow. think Alabama defensively is is one thing too, the, to the matchup on that side. Less Alabama offense, more of Alabama defensively being able to to slow down Cincinnati, get good field position, and then allow Bryce Young with 50, 60 yards to work with, be able to put up some quick points. I tell you what, man. Uh, I, and I love Cincinnati. Yeah. I think they have a chance, but – I don't know. I'll stick with them. Yeah, I'm like leaning towards, and I always say on this podcast, you don't make money fading Alabama, but I, I'm just leaning towards taking the points in that game. 13 and a half points. It's a lot of points. I feel like Cincinnati could muster something. I mean, this is their Super Bowl. This is the biggest game ever it's for everyone's them. Super Bowl, well, though. I know. Like, everyone's but... showing up to play. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look. I just, well, I'm just saying, which which game are you more likely to see a blowout? That's what we were saying. And I'm that... not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, if there, if I had to pick one of course to put my game. money on, yeah, it's that game. I I mean, Cincinnati could absolutely blow out Alabama. We know that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Desmond Ritter, baby. Should have won the Heisman. I know. I know. All right. Well, hey, I was thumbing around the news this weekend, um, and Aaron Murray was in the news. Aaron Murray and a couple of former Georgia players have launched an NFT project called the Players Lounge, also called DGD Mafia, Damn Good Dog Mafia, or Digitally Generated Dogs Mafia. Give us a little bit of color here. How can people get involved? Um, I love it. I think it's a brilliant idea. I cannot wait to support it. I think it's important, though, for everybody listening to our podcast, you guys are on the cutting edge of the NFT future here, and you're really bringing value to not only college athletes, but fan bases as well. Well, we're trying to be like you guys um, and, 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 and really support – the players here and that that's the main mission so ty yeah. fricks who is uh was a long snapper at georgia was your long snapper Correct. was my roommate is a brilliant man has actually been mining ethereum from his house uh bought all these crazy machines to do it i mean that, that's, that's a whole impressive. other world that i don't know <laughs> yeah. but he reached out to me about these nfts so nft for those who don't know is a non-fungible token uh, and a lot of it has been this this digital artwork that you mm-hmm. can buy mm-hmm. And so our goal with it is first off to to benefit the players. So we've signed uh, currently six players and and are signing four more this week. Can we announce that or no? Not yet. Uh, you know, like we've signed Stetson, we've okay. signed Zamir, we've signed okay. Kiaris, we've signed. Um, uh, we're gonna sign the Kobe. Yeah, we get some big awesome. names. Awesome, that's a lot great. Of the, Brock Bowers, we got Brock Bowers in the fold. Excellent. Um, so really excited about our partnership with these players. But you know, our main mission is to put money in their pockets. So 50% of everything we make 
is going back to the players. So there's been other NFT projects for college football that you know have not really gone off the ground yet, but they're really not giving the players a lot of the money. They're getting a few percentages where we're like, hey, we yeah. want to make sure we're supporting these players first off. And second off, we want to create a community. So through our Discord channel, uh, we've been talking with fans that are excited about the project about engagement, engagement with former players and also current players. Uh, so we're taking this amazing community of UJ football fans and giving them a little bit more insight into these players. So this is the quote-unquote utility of buying this NFT. Yes. One, you get to support UJ football players by putting money in their pocket. So essentially, you're becoming a donor of UJ football. I like uh, that. Which is awesome for, for fans who maybe not have you know thousands of millions of dollars to go spend to go help Georgia football build a facility or this or that. You buy an NFT, and you're putting money in the players' pockets. So that's first. Uh, and then second, like I said, we're creating a, a family here that is going to connect the fan base even more intimately with current and former players. Um, so that's what this brings you. And then, you know, obviously we're still in talks with fans through our Discord channel about, you know, possibility of having special tailgates yeah. or special signings, stuff like that, that you can only attend if you do have these NFTs. So we're really excited about it. Um, we're really come into to the market right now through our social media channels, through our Discord channel, getting people aware about it. And then January 9th, uh, we will be launching the NFTs for uh, for sale. So big stuff, man. I'm excited. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great stuff, obviously, with the main goal of supporting current UGA student-athletes. Hope we can help you out on the Icon Source side as well. Uh, check them out. Theplayerslounge.io is the website where you can go sign up for the pre-sale. Get on the list. It's open to the first 500 subscribers. I know you guys are like already over 200, so time is running out. Aaron Murray, Keith Marshall, Ty Fricks, Trent Fricks. What a great group of guys to launch this project. Again, to bring athletes and fans closer together to create an awesome community and doing it with nfts a hot buzzword aaron murray on the forefront knowing what's going on and ty fricks most importantly i mean fricks is golly freaking brilliant we get some of these calls and he starts it's like a different language yeah when he starts speaking the crypto world yeah i can I'm just try to keep up with him i can only imagine all right so it's christmas week we have one more episode coming out later on this week to get everybody ready for the holiday weekend um anything planned for the murray family what do you got going on obviously news well, and notes off, as they some, break we'll i need be right some, here on i need Pass. some I need some freaking sleep. We got our booster shot last night, and it is whooping my ass oh, right now. Oh, really? Yeah, it is whooping my ass. Which one did you ass. get? Uh, so we've had Moderna for our first two, but then we got to get the booster at CVS, and they gave us Pfizer. They said it's fine to get either or. Wow. But, I mean, I, we both woke up last night like body aches, headaches, oh, chills. No. Uh, so I had to muscle through the three-hour radio show this morning, and I'm just like – then Sharon, Tylenol shames me. I was like, hey, you want some Tylenol? I'm going to take some Tylenol. Yeah. He goes, no, I'm just going to let it work through what? the system. What? So she's over here trying to be a badass. I'm like, I can't be a baby about this, so I guess I'm not going to take Tylenol now. So I'm just like, I need some sleep at the moment. <laughs> Dude, you are committed to the pod. Appreciate you joining us for this Monday episode right before Christmas week. So thank you. Feel better. You and Sharon feel better. You can tweet at Aaron. Tell him to feel better. At AaronMurray11 on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. We're at Punt and Pass. PuntandPass.com. And again, it's Christmas week. I'm about to go get some shopping done right now. Oh, boy. I might head out to the Alpharetta area. I might just stop in to Solomon Brothers in Alpharetta. The store is so awesome. Jack can never have enough, baby. Dude, Jaron, you got enough. a bar in there? TVs? Like, you know, if I need to sneak away during the holiday madness, I'm going to find me a Solomon Brothers store and go in there. And then, of course, while I'm in there, I'm going to find something to get get somebody 
on my Christmas list. You need to do the same. Salmon Brothers has the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds guaranteed. Two awesome locations, one in Alpharetta, one in Buckhead. They're both the top-rated jewelry stores in those cities. Custom jewelry designs, lifetime diamond upgrades, the biggest selection, the best quality, lowest prices, and an in-store experience that is unmatched. At Solomon Brothers on Instagram, SolomonBrothers.com. Mention Punt and Pass or Drew and Aaron, 10% off your jewelry purchase. Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Simply the best. Make sure that you are not looking bad this Christmas holiday. Get on over there. All right, Murray. Have a great week. Feel better. Talk to you all on Thursday. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 